Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome everybody to another week of Second Chance, po- uh, a Moped Podcast. I'm trying something different, and I tried putting something over another sock filter over my mic, and like I tried some stuff and blah blah blah. So I put this covering on. One of my listeners sent like a mask covering that's actually. A scooter thing and it looks like underwear sitting over my freaking mic so whatever uh i forget uh, appeal apparel something i'm a jerk i'll put i'll link them in the uh instagram feed but yeah yeah um yeah dude it's just you know status quo here in minnesota you know it's cold it's winter it's working on bikes you get going 15 minutes one way and then all of a sudden you gotta go get crap at the hardware store or you gotta order stuff in or so it's always that constant battle with me and you know something shiny happens and then i get distracted but you know get my i'm getting my fast hobbit safe again because like i told everybody Broken subframe, broken frame, needs brakes. I'm waiting on my brakes from Europe. I'm waiting on, I'm not just waiting on a few things. I got, I'm going to do some stuff to my metro kit. So I got a piston from Jeff, Jesse Stevenson um, because I knew he had a metric kit piston laying around because I pay attention to people's conversations. I have a weird, because you guess what, Jesse, you can't find those anywhere. So like, and I knew he had, I knew he had one laying around and like worthless information. That's what I am very good for. Um, yeah, it seems like there's, it seemed like they got some stuff going on on lover of pooks with like possibly a few different, um, drag race things going on. I know Jason talked about getting some deal in then Brad Epps chimed in. And he wanted to host it, and I'm like, Brett, you live in the Midwest. What are you doing trying to host a drag race for the South? Why don't you have your own and call it Best of the Midwest? And so I'm calling you out on this, Brett. Fucking do it. Like I'm, I, I do my utmost not to bark at people too much. The last time I barked at somebody was Maze, and ask Maze about what that result was. It, something positive came from it, but like. I'm a person who does, and I'm not going to do so. I'm not going to, I'm going to fucking get in. I'm going to break my knuckles trying if I can't do it, but it won't be lack of effort. Like I do. That's what I, I always try to deliver on my word. Like, yeah, like I tell people all the time, my dad passed when I was young, um, severe heart attack, blah, blah, blah. Uh, one thing I learned from him was always keep your word a man keeps his word. So that's what I always try to do. And also one thing that I learned from him was a result of his death was be fucking responsible with your money. Like I just met with my financial advisor again. Like I meet with a financial advisor every month and I'm trying to leverage more money for mopeds. And they're like, and my financial advisor's like, Jim, this is a terrible investment. I'm like, but my Ford stock is literally quadrupled in the last year. Just let me buy more moped. Like that's the battle I have with my financial. They're like, you're paying us money to tell us how to spend your money. And like, fine, I'll put more in my 401k and I'll put more in my fucking mutual funds. Fine. And like, 
These are the adult decisions I have to make. But you know what? I'm still spending money on mopeds because I love this shit. Um, God, that was a weird segue to me. But yeah, let's see you, Brett. You know, I you have a great thing going on. And I give me a, give me an excuse to go to Kansas City. That's all I've say. Give me an excuse because I will go get the best fucking barbecue in that town that nobody knows about except for Murray. Marie knows about that barbecue. It's fucking great. Corner store bite. Anyways, I'm rambling. I'm excited. Uh, I have no coffee, so like I'm gonna be high. I'm gonna be high up here because coffee levels me out because it's the ADD, whatever. But anyways, um, this is a club I literally heard once. I heard of somebody talking about once, and it was um, David from Los Chupacabres, and like never, never thought about it. And then I was down in Nola. This uh, over. Halloween and I actually saw stickers for it. I'm like, oh shit. Like, and I met with the members and like just this, that, or the other thing. I'm always trying on the guest game, whatever. And I reached out to him a month later. We got a member, a founder of this club, and I'm just going to have him introduce himself right now. Hello, guys. I'm uh, Ben Schultz or Ben Misfit in the moped world. Right. Hello, Ben. How are we doing tonight? Uh, wonderful. We hail from uh, Detroit, Michigan. We're, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're a Grom club. Nice, nice. Um, I am always trying to find more Grom clubs that just to get on the podcast because, like, everybody can see the list of MAO official clubs and they got their place and they got their. But like Grom, like I know they had that one super rally a few years ago, Gromacon, I think, or something like that. Yeah, Gromacon. But like. And there's a whole bunch of Grom, I'm saying Grom so much, I'm fucking tongue twisting, out in Nebraska that I don't he- I don't hear anything from a lot of Grom clubs. So, so, like, I was really excited to hear from you. So, Ben, before we get into going on you and your club, let me ask you this. Here on Second Chance of Moped Podcast, we go through people's moped journeys, i.e. the very first time they ever saw a moped to, like, you know, Smile Ride, Mill Parlor Journey, and what's like today. So, Ben, let me ask you, what is your very first memory of a moped not necessarily getting on but like conceptually knowing that's a moped um it was i was like late 13 early 14 and it was literally just sat in front of me a friend of the family who lost her driver's license was uh driving her driving this pook murray is a 81 blue perk murray with a 1.5 horse motor and she got her license back and they were like here take this moped and i didn't really ever pay attention to anything like that before i guess i just didn't see him i grew up in warren so i didn't i guess i didn't really see or notice mopeds in the neighborhood um but yeah it it was uh my very first bike that was given to me and uh I rode the shit out of that thing. It was, uh, I got, I blew a stop sign, lied to the cops about how old I was. <laughs> um, I mean, dude, I, that thing and me were like best friends. My dad was so mad when he had to take me to court for that. So <laughs> I was going to ask you, like, what are the laws up there? Because I blew a stop sign. I blew it because my bike wouldn't idle. And then I knew you had to have insurance, <laughs> but... I didn't have insurance and I got popped. So that was a fucking $350 lesson later. Like, so what all happened with you and blowing the stop sign up in your neck? So, 
uh, in Michigan, it's a fifteen dollar registration sticker. That's all. That's all that it is. And oh, there's fuck, no, insur- no insurance. No uh, insurance. No insurance required. No plate. You just gotta put your sticker on your bike and pay fifteen bucks every three years. But here's the thing. So back in 2012, when I started purchasing a lot of mopeds, mm-hmm. um, registering them at certain, we don't have DMVs, we have Secretary of States. Okay. So to go to certain Secretary of States, you would get certain people who would just run them through. Mm-hmm. Like literally just be like, oh, all right, yeah, you bought this out of a garage. Okay, um, I'm not going to run the VIN. I'm just going to register it for you. Boom. Yeah. Now, and then, you know, slowly over time, now they run the VIN. And so now, if your bike's from out of state, they pull things up and it's not even the right bike. Like I got registrations <laughs> for a Mobicane Lamoped, and they're like, it's a Mobomatic. And I'm like, whatever, give me the sticker. Yeah. Don't care. Just give me the sticker. That's all that matters. The VIN number and the sticker. That's all that matters too funny that's awesome yeah <laughs> no I, I i had that going like at the local dmv i go to like a few blocks from my house like everything came from my grandpa's estate and like because i'd have to get titles for everything and they the new lady fucked it all up now so like oh they, yeah. like it, the new she was like I got to go and fucking fix a bunch of shit, which I've been waiting till February when I have to go retail. I, I usually go and I, you could probably totally relate, Ben. Like you just go in spurts. Like if I got to do four or five bikes, I'm going to do, I'm going to wait, exactly. do four or five bikes yep. and get it all fucking done. Total waste for one. Yeah. 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 Cause it, oh. because it doesn't matter. Like one almost takes just as long as four. Yep. So. Yeah. No, the, I had a nightmare. I went to a new lady. I went to a different secretary of state. Cause it had the, the, the closest appointment time, you know, cause COVID screwed up all mm-hmm. the everything. So this lady was new and she, you know, I have, I have like 15 bikes. I, I probably have 17 bikes registered, but I have just like, you know, VIN plates and stickers in case I get a bike that isn't, you know, whatever. <laughs> I've had other situations where I've had to change VIN plates because I tried to uh, add numbers and they made it a nightmare. So I was like, screw you guys. I'll take care of it. But yeah, this lady just registered any old moped, not the ones that actually needed to be done this year, but like Mm -hmm. three that were just registered last year. Yeah. So yeah, it it just, it was a total nightmare. But anyways. (sighs) So you had to, you had to go to court with pops. You had to, they made they didn't just make you pay a ticket how old were you oh i was i would was not old enough to be operating a motor vehicle ah that's so yeah. that's that was the problem and yeah. and michigan we have a moped license as well you I can think get we've got that in minnesota as well yeah yeah it's it's like a, 15 or something like that yeah 14, 14 years and nine months okay. you can go get a moped license so but, so you're yeah. operating without that. You had to go to court. Yeah. Pay, get, did you get community service? Did you serve hard time? Uh, I, I honestly, I don't remember much. I just remember going there, dad being upset. And I think we paid a bunch of money and uh, I had to pay him back. <laughs> so, And I worked at 7-Eleven for four bucks an hour and I made $12 a Sunday. So it was a long time. <laughs> 
it's fucking awesome dude um so you're you're riding around you say this bike's your best friend like are you just riding a bone stock bike are you getting on the ma already and doing that stuff or like what's your what's your existence my uh i i didn't know about ma until 2012 2013 okay when i uh re emerged i guess or or resurfaced into mopeds um alex samuel from detroit moped works um had been purchasing and like selling bikes he had a 2012 tomo sprint Mm -hmm. and i was like oh all right well and he sold it to me i think it was like 1100 bucks or maybe a grand I mean, it had 200 miles on it, and yeah. I mean, it was, it was brand new. I was going to say, it's a new bike, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, brand new. So, and I was like, Alex right, well, probably it, put the 200 miles on himself or something like that. Well, it was a it was a failed rental company that he ended oh. up getting the bikes from. So he scored like four or five bikes for, I think, like six or 700 bucks, you know? So, I mean, he upcharged a little bit. It was my boy, dude, freaking. Dude. I uh, I didn't feel slighted in any way. I was No, dude, excited. a grand for a bike that's got 200 miles on it? Yeah, forget yeah. about it. And it, go, and it goes like 35 out of the box, slap a pipe, re-gear it. It was doing like 45. Yeah. I mean, with a bi-turbo, everybody, oh, bi-turbo suck. I don't know that thing. No, they don't. It. You want to know why? <laughs> Coming from the Weld Wizard himself, bi-turbo is the perfect pipe for a stock fucking Tomos. Like that comes from JK. Like he goes, dude, they're, he goes, dealers would rip off the freaking OEM exhaust and just put a bi turbo on it. So yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that was a fabulous mod. So yeah, that's, that's when I resurfaced and then I started commuting. I had a 30 mile commute from, um, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me back you up. Let's rewind the tape a little bit. So I, and this is something I ask people all the time. So that was, why did you quit mopeds? Like I was, uh, early on the podcast, that was my shtick. Like, tell me about the first time you quit mopeds. And so is the running joke. Like, oh, mopeds are dumb. I can't fix it, whatever. But it sounds like you literally left mopeds. Was it because you got 16, 17 and like yeah, got a license? My, my dad's a mechanic. I got a car. Okay. And and I played sports and I had to travel, carry equipment, so it just went straight to the car. Mm-hmm. I What'd you play? Hockey or baseball? Uh, I played football, baseball, and lacrosse. Okay. So but yeah, I, I just uh, ended up getting the car. Moped sat. It was a totally great running bike. And story goes on, that bike didn't sit for very long because my brother when I was graduating high school, was a freshman. He pulled it out and he rode it to high school all four years. What year did you graduate? I graduated in 01. Okay, so we're literally the same age. Yeah, yeah. So you parked it. You got um, what year did you kind of get reemerged? Did you say so? 01. 2012. So you know you took a good hiatus. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> bro, what? Why did you go back to mopeds? Um, it was just, well, okay. So here's, I guess this is a story. So, um, I was heavily into air-cooled Volkswagens, 79 Mm -hmm. and older. Um, I was a Volkswagen mechanic for a while. Um, I restored a 74 camper bus, a 69 spirit camper. I had a 72 super beetle that I drove daily. 
I had a 74 standard beetle, and then I had a 72 standard. And the 74 standard was a daily driver for about four or five years from oh, like '03 wow. to like '07. Even in the winter. Oh yeah, I had. Oh those. God damn, dude. Yeah. Oh, dude, no. I, you dude, were numb. I loved that thing in the winter. Dude, you were I was, numb. Oh, those things no. don't have heaters. Yes, they do. You got to have good heat exchangers, and you got to have fresh pipes. Insulate the pipes, and then you got to have bilge fan or squirrel fans under your back seat. And <laughs> then you get to choose. You have either heat or defrost. Those are your choices. <laughs> <laughs> Well, one or the other works great. (laughs) Just not at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. So I ended up, um, I went to a buddy's house, uh, a gentleman who I was dealing with for parts and motors and stuff. And he was like, hey, man, get your case bearings. He's like, they stopped making steel back center main case bearings, bro. He's like, all they are is aluminum bearings. He's like, if you want a set of bearings, they were like 60 bucks. They're 180 now. So just so you know, you know, he's got NOS cases that were mm-hmm. 500 bucks and they were 775. Now he's like, dude, I could probably get 1500 for these cases. Easy. Oh, I'm sure they're more you now. So, I mean, I uh... transitioned from four cylinders and this is, this was the appeal. I was like, huh, one cylinder. That's so much easier. One crank, one yeah. cylinder, no push rods, no valve adjustments. I was like, this is oh man, and I love the smell of two stroke. Oh, who doesn't, it. dude? Yeah, the yeah. great. So yeah, then and then I was like, didn't even really think about the Murray. The Murray was like back, but I didn't even think about it. And then Samuel, when I was buying the <laughs> when I'm buying the Sprint, I was like, you know, I have an old moped, and he's like, what is it? I was like, a Pook Murray, and he was mm. like, shut the fuck up, dude. Mm. He's like. That is the step through Magnum. He's like, that's yeah. a that's a unicorn, bro. He's like, that's that's the coolest thing ever. He's like, you can <laughs> rebuild that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, go on treats and do. I I think I spent twelve hundred dollars on treats, and that was yeah before I knew about sales. Mm-hmm. You know, that was like me just going in so excited, yeah. like just was like I'm I'm going ham. I want you know I bought parts for. The Tomos, I bought parts for the uh, for the Murray, and then I ended up blowing up the Tomos. Of course, he did. And, uh, it had a bad <laughs> top end bearing, which I guess was a thing. They get, mm. I guess, they had a bad run of them or whatever. So, anyways, top end bearing blew. Um, and then I just I sat that bike, and I ended up selling it broken because I was like, "You're new. You shouldn't do that." You know, I was like, <laughs> and "Got then a little resentful, huh?" Yeah. And I was like, dude, I'm just going to rebuild the old stuff. Like, and that's what I enjoy. Like Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the restoration of my vehicles. And the thing with Volkswagens is just like mopeds. If you're riding mopeds, you're working on mopeds. If you are driving Volkswagens, you're working on Volkswagens. That's just, (laughs) that's just the way it is. I mean, (laughs) so, I mean, yeah. And, And that, that was the transition back. It was uh, it was from four cylinders to one cylinder, and uh, just the the movement that was happening in Detroit at that time. MCR had just formed in 2011. They were out of this uh, little fab shop, I'm drawing a blank on the name of it right now. Um, and 
yeah, they ended up getting a clubhouse through Alex Samuel, owner of BMW. Mm -hmm. Um, and he was like, Hey guys, I got this building. It's kind of crappy. I'm going to throw some money down. He's like, if you guys put money into it, then, you know, all, all you got to do is, uh, you know, take care of it. Mm -hmm. And so we took care of it. We paid for the stuff and, uh, you know, that, that slowly became the MCR clubhouse. Was that the old nasty? Yep. The old nasty, the legendary old nasty yacht club. (laughs) And, and that and the patch, the patch in the clubhouse, I was just like, oh, I just want to, I just want a freaking patch. I just want to rap and I just want, I just want my own, I want to be a part of this clubhouse, you know? Mm -hmm. And I like, you know, was working on houses, you know, I I had had a house already at that time, learned a bunch of stuff and I was like, all right, you know, me and my boy, Mark Brightman, we were doing electrical upstairs. We're adding plugs. Like I did a bunch of insulation. I worked with the roof guy. I built a bike to trade roof services. We called it the roofal bike. <laughs> it, was, it was, I mean, seriously, I haven't built, built a piston port Marini that matches that bike since that oh, bike yeah. did 40. It ripped right off the line. Like if I wanted to load it in my truck, I would just step off the bike, rip the throttle and that thing would just pop up set the wheel on the tailgate. Nice. It, uh, best bike I ever built. And I built it for somebody else, which is awesome. Cause that, yeah. you know, that's just a testament to, you know, I wanted that person to really feel like, you know, they didn't get slighted. You know, yeah, I yeah. wanted it to be a really fair trade, you yep. know, and, and a Marini, it was an expensive kit and we ended up wrecking the kit because when they they clean the tank, they use vinegar. I didn't clean the tank. The tank got cleaned by somebody else. That wasn't my part. I was doing the motor. And um, they left the vinegar in the tank. And I guess <sighs> vinegar destroys aluminum. That it destroys petcocks. Yeah. And then, it, yeah, it got into the cylinder and it just washed out the cylinder. Like, it just was speckled and lost compression. <sighs> yeah, it sucked. And- I'm telling you, I love that evaporust. That stuff is the greatest. Yeah. Deruster, oh, like pants down. Oh, I agree 1000% on that. And this was right before we discovered Evaporust. <laughs> like, literally, we're like, what is, what's their better? And then we found, like, literally, because of that incident, we found Evaporust. Well, and, the, uh, the way I discovered Evaporust, like, I would see it at Harbor Freight. And I'm thinking any chemicals I'm buying at Harbor Freight, it's probably going to be trash. Like, yeah. don't, get, get, don't get me wrong. I'll go buy dumb tools there, like hammers, wrenches, stuff like that. But, like, I'm not buying my fucking chemicals there. And then fucking Eric from QCB, him and I were talking one night. He's like, oh, no, it's the greatest shit ever. And he's, like, sending me links to Amazon. So I, and I needed it, like, the next day. So all I did was order the Amazon cheap shit. Went and bought the same stuff at Harbor Freight, poured it in my tank. Once the Amazon cheap shit got in, I just returned the Harbor Freight stuff. So it all kind of worked out where I ended up paying the Amazon price. Nice. Dude, I'm cheap (laughs) as fuck when it comes to that. Like, There's been more than once where I bought tools at Harbor Freight at a rally and used them and then gone back and returned it because Harbor Freight has a 90-day return policy. Heck yeah, dude, that's awesome. That's a great idea. It's like <laughs> the kids who freaking go to festivals and they buy all their gear at Walmart yeah. and then they go to the festival, they come back, return it all. Oh, yeah. Like, who do you think I got I the know. idea from? 
Like I got from a, a buddy of mine who would who would go to fish concerts. And t- I'm like, I can do that at Harbor Freight. <laughs> Classic. Right on, right on. So you're talking a little bit about your early moped uh, life around Detroit. Had you gotten out in the Midwest to any rallies at this point? Oh, oh. So do you want to go? You want to go in the first rally? Yeah, let's hear about your first out of town rally because, like, yeah, 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 no, that, like... my my first rally was out of town. Uh, there was no Detroit rallies that I was aware of. I mean, the the guns were a club back in the day, and I believe they had thrown Michigan rally, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, they were Detroit, so or or the local southeastern yeah. Michigan. But yeah, no, I uh, I went to so I got into mopeds found out these rallies and uh they're they're like my wife was like I was engaged and she's like you're not you're not going to a rally <laughs> she's like we got a wedding to plan we got shit to do you know not this year and so my brother to spite my wife to be um <laughs> is like hey you know what I'm taking you for um your your wedding present I'm taking you to a rally and <laughs> I was like really like all right hey babe my brother's taking me to a rally for my present so i guess i'm going to a rally <laughs> are you still and married so, uh oh yeah yeah okay happily, well better than me years. Nice. so yeah well, oh i got lots of oh i almost got divorced before i got married she's like yeah come home more moped i ended up buying a moped on our wedding day and then i gifted it to her so that I could get that moped in the collection. It's the gift that keeps on giving. I'm buying it, my guy. Don't worry. Back to your your first rally. Back to your first rally. Okay. So my brother and I load up his van. Uh, He's riding Tomos. I brought my Sprint, and I believe I brought the Murray. Um, So, yeah, we go down to Lafayette, and uh, it's my first time to Lafayette, which is the um, home of the Purdue Boilermakers. Okay. And, um, yeah, the Lafayette's rally was probably honest John's. Well, I'm going to say it was the worst rally to go to because it was the best Oh, because we got there Friday. We, we went on an early evening ride and then a late night ride Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, then Saturday there were three rides. Nice. And then they, yeah, because uh, at midnight we had adventure ride, and and <laughs> rallies are where you make the bonds that of the friendships that you are going to carry for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Because I got lost in the woods with, oh gosh, I can't remember Cesar Futomaki, oh, okay. and then uh, fucking hey, now I can't remember his name, Chris. <laughs> And responsible, John. That's, that's, yeah. I'm sorry. That, yeah, yeah. So it was amazing because, uh, you know, we got lost. There were supposed to be all these arrows. It, it, it was a wild, wild ride. And we found one of the Yetis and he didn't even know how to get out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so we got a whole pack of like 12 people following one bike and we couldn't, I mean, finally we got to the road because we were supposed to ride through the park and then rendezvous back at like this spot by a river yeah. and they were like yeah the arrows follow the arrows and we went in and we rode around and the arrow that i saw was 
pointing the opposite direction I was riding. And I was like, oh, we're doomed. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know mopeders were in there fucking with those arrows and turning them the wrong way. Oh, I guess it's like a it's like a county park or whatever, and yeah. it's pretty well maintained. And they were like, because they were they were just gone. Everything yeah. was gone. So they were like, yeah, somebody had to come through and take all that shit. So yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that that was interesting. But yeah, and then I believe we had a Sunday morning rally ride, and it he actually was made the. I don't think I've I haven't hit a lot of rallies because I got into mopeds in '09. And then Rona, and like I still have yet to ever hit a Sunday morning rally ride. They are uh, usually the best, actually. <laughs> Sunday morning is like the survivors, and all I don't, and that I guess like Sunday morning is another like bonding time because it's like you're only gonna be there with the club that's hosting and you know a few of the homies, you know, mm-hmm. and and it's a lot more intimate, and you know. It's the more you rally with the club, the more you know these people and learn about learn about people, you know. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes you learn things you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> the overshare comes out. It's always yeah, great. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, hey, man, you know, nobody's perfect. Nobody's oh, perfect. dude, I am a fuck so, up all the time. I'll be the first yeah. one to admit it. Like, I'm going to offend you. I'm going to say something at the wrong time. I'm going to stick my foot in my mouth. Allow me to know because I'll generally apologize because I don't want to hurt people's feelings, but I do. But whatever. Um, so you go to that first rally. Your wife doesn't kill you. You get her a bike for her wedding present. Yes. Um, what else is going on in your moped life at this point? Like, have you had the, and I know you talked about, you know, you and the bike were one, but like, had you hit that? smile ride that really made you fucking fall in love with everything about mopeds oh, like this because i don't think some people this is me and i'm not trying to judge anybody's own experience to my own or yours or the next guys but like some people really like mopeds for the camaraderie and friendships and stuff like that but like maybe i'm fucking weird but like i got that smile ride and like i can get on a bike and get that pretty easily and like I don't get, I, I must feel it different or like, it's just a fuck. Like if you feel this feeling, why wouldn't you want it all the time? Maybe that's the fucking addict alcoholic coming out in me. Like I, if it feels good, I want more. So like, I don't know, like that's me and my experience. Maybe you can identify with that, but like, when was the first time you had that? Like, I always call it touching the sky. Oh, it was the first, it was the first time I rode my Murray. I would ride my Murray. So there's. I lived right off the freeway. Mm-hmm. And so there was just basically like my neighborhood was kind of closed off and had a loop, you know, and, and some dead ends. And I could just, you know, loop around these, these blocks and just be in the safety of the neighborhood, yeah. you know? And there was like rarely, I mean, if it wasn't five o'clock or seven, you know, and people were coming home from work, then you know, let's see, how old was I? 14, I was eight, that was what, 86? Yeah, 86. Uh, or, I'm sorry, 96, 96. 96, I was going to say, wait yeah. a minute, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nine, 96. So, yeah, and, and I do, I would come, I would run home and just get on that bike and yeah. just ride it around. And then I had a friend who lived across the freeway I made, and I was like, well, now I got a place to ride my moped. I ride it yeah. over to my friend's house. 
you know, so then I just started right. And then he wanted a bike. And so he ended up getting a kickstart spree and it wasn't the good Honda. It was the bad. It was built on like Monday or Friday. Yeah. yeah. It, it was, it it was, was probably just, hangover Monday. Yeah. It was a terrible, terrible bike. It was a total nightmare. And I was, I was young. I didn't work on the bike. And that was the thing with um, the Murray. And that's, I didn't get, I was like, well, my bike starts up every time. My bike runs wide open throttle. And that, that thing was doing 35 stock because yeah. the, the, the um, speedometer was hitting 40, yeah. you know, and, and, and I would ride dubs with my brother and <laughs> still be, still be kissing 40 on that thing. It, yeah, it was, it was amazing. I loved it. And yeah, and it that, that was it. And then in 2012, <clears throat> it was reborn. Mm-hmm. Instantly I rode that sprint around. I was like, Oh God, I forgot how great this was. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, dude, that's fucking rad. You know, and, and then 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 the insanity begins, you know? And yep. and then dude, that's fucking rad. Um so yeah, you've we're kinda of talked to, we're, we're still very early on. You had that buddy yeah. across the highway, the spree, your bike works, blah blah blah. Um you you took a break from mopeds, you know, just being a young teenage kid. You fell back in love with it. Um, and how you went to the Ypsilanti or the Yetis um, rally. <laughs> What'd your wife say when you bought her moped for your wedding? Um, she had she been the... riding at all at this point, or was she? So yeah, so I had bought a while i was working on the murray i bought a bianchi matic with just an mo1 okay and i put a carb and an intake on it i bought like the last 15 millimeter intake for an mo1 marini and uh i put like an ev race pipe on it black with a silver baffle and it did about 35 and a tuck and <laughs> i was riding that downhill yeah yeah well no no it was it was pretty good i mean for for what it was it 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 was reliable Mm -hmm. and um so yeah i had her i got her on the sprint we were going to the head shop um and we were taking all back roads it was only like a mile and a half away and when we came up to the first major road to cross she's like i'm scared and i was like you're 27 years old man up (laughs) she, she did man she crossed the road and man by the end of that ride on the way home, she had the smile. Dude, that's fucking and, rad. And, and that's and that's when and that's how I got her hooked. And then <laughs> for that wedding present, so I had run in. I went to the Ohio Dayton Ohio rally, and I had met um, the controversial Daryl Fairchild, <laughs> and uh, he had the most amazing Superman Sebring with an M1. Polini kit, uh, stock reed block. I believe it was opened up, opened up intake. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a 1412 shot. And this thing ripped from the second you open the throttle all the way to 45 and you could ride 400 pounds on it. <laughs> like, like Daryl Fairchild and his wife <laughs> ride dubs. Alex Samuel and Holly rode dubs on it. Just nice. ripped. So, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, M1 Sebring. This is the greatest moped ever. 
how do I get one? Where do I get one? Oh, they're kind of hard to find, bro. Yeah. And so I searched and searched, and this kid in Gross Point had one. He wanted to sell it. I told him I'd give him 500 He wanted 550 And then he pulled back. He's like, I don't want to sell it. So then, again, he wants to sell it again. And I'm like, all right, dude, I'll, I'll give you 550 But uh, he – she uh, – or he – had taken the rack off the original handlebars and like one other trinket that was kind of important. Um, headlight fairing. Why? And, uh, Oh, just cause he, he cafeed it out. He was like, you know, cool guy. I'm cool guy bike. Oh, so, uh, God damn. No, yeah, that's, me- that's a phase of mopeds. I'm glad I skipped because yeah. guess oh, what? Totally. Your cafe shit looks dumb. Oh, dude. So, so I I pestered this kid for over a year and a half. I was like, I'll give you another $50, bro. Just give me that luggage rack. I need that trombone luggage rack, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, so I got it. I bought him Good. a beer, gave him a few extra bucks. He came through finally. I was so excited. Well, what the but fuck yeah, was I he going to do bike. with it? Did he have another fucking bike laying around or what? Like, no, what? no, no, no. He, he, well, yeah, he had a pook, uh, like a pook four speed, some yeah, super but- rare crazy poop thing yeah but okay it, yeah he um i picked that up well it's it's the most comfortable bike have you ever rode a sebring no but i just see this is my i'm gonna fuck it up but like i can will stuff into existence as in like i mentioned to my buddy lee i would like to buy a grand prix a week later i found one now i know people have been looking for years years for them and like i can't say that like so like i can find shit if i just kind of will it into existence like i looked for hobbit mags for like three months i found three sets like so i mean it's it's shit like that happens to me so like i'm kind of in the market for maybe a certain tomos right now i don't want to put it out there because i don't need everybody and their fucking cousin like giving me ads because that gets real annoying hoarder eric every time there's a fucking hobbit advertised in minnesota the fucking kid sends me the advertisement it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of hilarious <laughs> oh yeah unless it's a black 83 i don't give a shit anymore yeah. like but yeah, this was a this was a 85 moba mobicane yeah, actual sebring and yes. uh it's the gray with the orange and blue m1 setup had a gila out, seized it in Kentucky. And, you know, and I was so sad. Eric Buzzard, I was listening to his show, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, you know, we were in Lexington, and we were, like, riding to the castle. And I broke down. Me and my wife rode dubs. We did our own freaking um, chase. And, you know, I that was my first time I ever broke down at a rally. And okay. it, it was awesome. It turned yeah, out great. Like, that rally was a shit show from the start. My fucking, I, I forgot my tent or my tent broke. And so then, um, I forget who now just comes up. He's like, oh, well, I just set up this tent and it's for you now. And I was just like, dude, this is the best, man. Dude, like, there's no bad times at a rally. Yeah, dude. Like there's no bad times. People have a bad time. It just yeah. won't happen. Nope. So. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, Mobicane got it. Got it for the wife. She sat on it. I've got that first picture. Her grinning ear to ear. She was just so excited. She's like, "You got this for me." 
And I'm like, yes. And so it was my what size way wheels really... does it have on it? What's that? What size wheels? Uh, 17, five okay. stars. Yep. Yep. And uh, we run knobby tires on everything that she rides because we always end up off road. And we ended up uh, in, it was in Kentucky for WizBiz 6. And uh, we were off road. She had the Bianchi, which had really nice hiding out road tires. <laughs> Terrible for sand and off road. She was like, <laughs> never again. She's like, I want knobby tires on everything. So every bike she rides has knobby tires on it. Dude, the one and only time I got to ride in Michigan was with uh, the Zeros. And Andy took us on a back gravel road. I'm running two-inch wide fucking uh, Sunco tires. Like, dude, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, whatever. I know how to fuck. I mean, I'm not an idiot when it comes to riding. I'm like, just don't let off. Like, that's the trick to fucking gravel roads. Like, as soon as you start letting off, you get squirrely. Just fucking keep it pegged. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, and that's, that's the story of the wife's bike. And then I wanted my own Sebring and that took, I had to go buy a Peugeot 103, I think from Phil Perry or forget. Anyway, I had to go buy a Peugeot, which I have absolutely no interest in, but the person who had the Sebring wanted the Peugeot. And so he didn't want me to give him the money to go buy the Peugeot. He wanted me to get the Peugeot to give to him. So that's how I got my second Sebring. That's not a bad trade. That's way you fucking way upgraded on that. Like, cause 103s aren't that hard to find versus a Sebring. It was, um, it was expensive. It was all kitted and tricked out. So it wasn't like, you know, I mean, the kid lost money on it. I mean, Peugeots are super expensive. Same yeah. with like, you know, uh, Mobicanes, you know, just the Frenchies in general, I guess, are just ridiculous. Don't even get, don't even get me Guys going, the limit. Yeah. So. Fucking just start I, breaking uh, out $100 bills. Yeah. I, uh, I, I've stayed away from the French game. I got Hobbits. I owned Hobbits. I don't think I ever rode one. I never rode one. I just, I was just like, eh, I don't like these belts and variators. Get away from me. I was like, I just want a chain and a, and a wet clutch. I just want everything to be like my pook. So, uh, and, and that's what I've stuck with. I got into Marini's. I started the Marini lovers page. Nice dude. Um, you know, so, uh, yeah, nobody was into that in like 12 and 13. Nobody was, you know, it was like a really, uh, niche group. Everybody knew each other. You know, yeah. it was just really tight knit group. And, uh, yeah, we all discussed tuning together. It was, mm-hmm. it was great, man. I mean, um, I don't know. I've gotten off social media. I, uh, I that's a good thing, dude. That's uh, like, I put yeah. most syndrome with me with that. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, it, I just, I, it's just so negative, man. And, and it's just, I'm just, I'm over it. I got better things to do with my time, mm-hmm. you know, than, than scroll through my phone all the time. I just watch you. I'm like, man, I, I just want to have a peaceful lunch, you know, <laughs> and, and vibe out for 30 minutes, you know? dude i did i i'm there with you my guy like i started a new job about four or five months ago and like i told the guys i'm like you know what because they oh it's a bunch of older gentlemen and they eat together and chit chat i'm like i like each and every one of you guys but i'm never gonna sit in here and have lunch with you because i need 30 minutes just to fucking chill out and not talk about work or talk to anybody i'm like okay i get it oh yeah yeah lunch lunch breaks are great 
Yeah. I'm a, I'm a union carpenter, so we okay. get our, our schedule breaks and uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, I love not having to work longer than like three hours for, you know, it's, it's just nice. It's just, yeah. but back to mopeds. So where, to mopeds. where do we want to go from here? Do we want to go back to MCR? Do we want to Dude, go? wherever you want, whatever you want to talk about. Ah. This is your forum, as I tell people. All right. Well, well, let's talk. You were in MCR for a bit. Want to talk about like prospecting for them and all that? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, God damn it. Who sponsored me? I think it was Sam who sponsored me. And uh, he had just gotten in. I sponsored old Greg, Greg Gokey. But hey, anyway, I prospected for them. You had to have a moped. Yeah. Um, had to bus. ride a moped. Yeah. 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 Ride a bike, you know, show up for rides. Um, I think it was, it was a very short prospect ship. I think it was like three or four months. Right. On. And, uh, yeah. And then I got in, you know, cause I wrench hard, I ride hard and I am a very, uh, caring, giving, uh, just, I'm a nice guy. And at some point I felt like I wasn't, you know, I was being taken advantage mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it just, I don't know. I got in, I loved it. I wrapped, I rode, um, but then just certain things, you know, the camaraderie just wasn't there, you know, and it just, uh, certain things were happening around the clubhouse. My gas cans are coming up empty. People are borrowing my bikes and leaving the petcock on and the gas tank empty. Nobody, mm. you know, it's just, and, and, you know, it's just like, man, you know, I, somebody's like, oh, I need gas. Um, and it's like, like literally the bikes are running and we're ready to leave and they're pulling <laughs> out a bike. I need gas. So I pull out my secret reserve can <laughs> based on where it was. And that secret reserve can was never full ever again. Mm-hmm. Never again. So, and then I was just like, all right, I'm out. Like, can't do it, you know? And there were, a, there was a bunch of other drama surrounding several other people. And uh, a few of us wanted to leave. And uh, so that's, that's 2016 in March. I, I think I left MCR in like October, November. Yeah, it was October, November. And I had the misfits like up and running couple months later i had already kind of had a crew um a bunch of other people who wanted to be a part of it were in the group get the patches send the patches out don't put the patches on and that 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 was something that was very frustrating to me i don't know i must have said something that offended people because you know why else are you not wanting to rub with me so Mm -hmm. you know whatever we've got our core and uh it's, How many people are in moped are actively in moped misfits right now? I know I met what's his name down in New Orleans, and I John. feel bad for not remembering his name. John, moped John. <laughs> um, there's John and Nola. We've got uh, myself, Mark, Miranda, Nina, and then uh, Cammy. In uh, Cammy doesn't ride much anymore. Mm-hmm. She's got fibromyalgia, but Aww. she's off Kalamazoo. And then, um, yeah, so there's what, like six or seven of us? John right and on, Nola. Dude. And then uh, 
yeah, the newest members are John and Nina. And Nina was like, when Femme Pedals broke up, when when Autumn Ray left Femme Pedals, um, Nina ended up at the, the MCR rally. That was the year that they had pinball and they rode out from Detroit. And we showed up at the evening party and it was just funny because like when we see each other, we were like, oh, you're the person I wanted to see. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were talking and I'm like, hey, like you should just be a misfit. She's like, really? And I was like, fuck yeah, dude, you're already one of our best friends. Like you should just hop right on this train. So we got, we got Nina out in Clarkston and, uh, you know, Mark's super into his electric bike, mm-hmm. Miranda, and he's got wrist problems. So it's all about vibration, you know, yep. same thing with, uh, Miranda. She had a wrist injury. And so she's got an Onyx and, uh, you know, it's, I, I, I get it. I mean, it's yep. cool that that instant power, but yep. it, it's just not, there's no noise. There's no smell. It's just not the same. You know, Max from Legion said it best. He said a one speed moped is like a slow romantic buildup, <laughs> you know, and then you reach that peak when you're, you know, and it's just, it's a magical thing when, when you, tuck and you get that extra two three miles an hour and then you really start to get into the pipe do that Mm -hmm. first time you do that i called it the magic i'm like oh it's the magic this is it (laughs) finally works this is what it's supposed to do (laughs) oh man the early days of tuning dude rough yeah oh yeah yeah in 2016 four misfits and then we hit i think 11 rallies that year that's awesome, dude. Yeah, we hit we hit Richmond, Virginia twice. Our first <laughs> our first rally ever was Ride and Chatter. Oh yeah. And I, I met I met some people that, you know, like John from QCB, who's no longer with us. R.I.P. brother. Love mm-hmm. you, dude. That guy was amazing, dude. I only got to know him for a weekend, you know, and I was like, dude, this guy's hilarious. Like, yep. You know, and and Thomas and Ashley and Mouse and just Alexis and all the people out in Richmond. And then you got all the smoggies, mm-hmm. you know, you got Zach and, and Patrick. And I mean, dude, it, we went out there, we were like, we walked in, it was an eight hour drive. We get there and it's like midnight mm-hmm. and I walk in the door and they hand me a boxer. Like, oh, you need a beer, bro? Welcome. You know, and then like. <laughs> John and Max are like rolling up in the corner. And I'm like, bust out this giant grinder, just start grinding it up. <laughs> and dude, they were like, oh, who's this guy? Where'd he come from? Oh, we love this guy. And so, like, dude, we're all just raging it. Like, you know, and I'm not a super late night person, but we yeah. stayed up super late that night. And it was fun, dude. And we had a great ride Saturday. Uh, I was cold as a motherfucker. And it was magical, dude. I, I made a whole bunch of friends. And then I ended up going to, and that was our first East Coast rally. At, mm-hmm. at this point, uh, we hadn't really been out of the Midwest. We had done Wizbizzes, we'd done that Yetis rally, we did uh, Salute Your Ports, both the Salute Your Ports rallies. Um, and I think that was, oh, Dam Riders, Dam Riders mm-hmm. and Zeros. I went to uh, Wrong Rally Fuckface. And then uh, I forget what uh, 
what the freaking first damn ride was. But yeah, that, that was just, I was in the little Midwest circle mm-hmm. and then I was like, you know, it's time to get out there. It's time to like, really like meet these people that I've been talking to. And so went out to the East coast, met the East coast kids, met, uh, Lost Boys, the Lincoln Street Lost Boys. Fuck yeah, um, dude. Love Fuck Mars, Jack. fucking Fred, yeah. Parker. Dude, yeah, I mean, it was incredible. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, even Super Todd and his girlfriend came out from Ohio. And, you know, that was when I got super close with him. We're in his van, you know, late night style Saturday, sipping homemade moonshine and you know <laughs> it was awesome and then that drive home sucked oh yeah. my god and i'm the driver dude i'm the driver she's like if you want to go you're, you're driving and i'm like fuck yeah i'm driving fucking drink a fuck, couple red bulls fuck, drive till i get there don't Hell stop yeah, dude. For anything other than gas if you yep. gotta if you gotta go you you ain't going until we gotta stop for gas yep <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's, that's way <laughs> the way of the road, is as they say. Yeah, and then and then I did the first ever Smog Squad rally in August. It was hot as a motherfucker. They did a scavenger hunt. Mark's bike broke down because it got wet. I drove six hours in fucking pouring rain with an electric bike. You know what I Bad. found out about those bastards in the south? They don't tell you the first time you go down there. They jet for the day, and then they jet for they. they if you ever notice, a lot of them will bring out a different bike. Because they jet for nighttime because of fucking humidity. Like Jessica's Jess Smog fucking told me that one. She goes, No oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, that fucking makes sense. Like the first time I was in Richmond at night, like I fucking just bogged out. I'm like, and I was I don't know how to I'll be the first to admit. I'm not the greatest tuner. Yeah, I have fast bikes, but I'm still always learning and I didn't know shit for fuck back then. So like I was boggy during the day and I got even worse at night, but yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, so yeah it's, and that's an always down jet for the, for the be lean during the day in the south. Yeah, yeah. The uh, it's and that's something like you said. You don't until you start going out of town. You know, you go to St. Louis and you're like, all right, we're uh, right by this human ass river. <laughs> it's it's always so hot in Memorial Day down there. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, ruffians. I got them to come up and and so. I guess go back to MCR. I guess all right. I did. I guess Ruffians is Midwest. I did. Yeah, um, St. Louis. Weekend, yeah, weekend at Shady's. I met all the Ruffians and I invited. I literally went around that whole camp Sunday morning. It was like, come to MCR. Come to MCR. Come to our for, come to our rally. Come to our rally. And so nobody wanted to host anybody. Nobody. That's a bummer. And yeah. Yeah, nobody wanted to host. And then we were only letting select people stay at the clubhouse, people we knew, which is like, you know, I thought when you go out of state and you then you see how other people treat you. And then that, you know, so I was like, well, these six guys are coming up here because of me. I guess Mm -hmm. I will host them. And then I ended up hosting 14 people. <laughs> See, the, that's what the, I'm a little terrified of. I've been told the casseroles are really good at uh, hosting people, but like I tell people all the time, hit me up. People are always welcome at my house. Like, you want to come fucking ride and tear up St. Paul, dude? I will show you some of the best riding in the country. Like, people are always welcome here. And I've got this terrible feeling if those guys ever hold a rally again, like, 
I'm going to have either nobody at my house or I'm going to have 57 fucking people at my house. There's just going to be nothing in between. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, it was amazing. I met, uh, I got really close with, uh, Derek Laman and Ash. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they stayed, um, we had, uh, the Montgomery's from the damn riders. I had Kim, Kimberly, Ann, and she was a misfit at the time or no, she, she was, uh, going through some stuff and she was part of the reason we formed misfits. Um, she's a founder. Love you, Cam. Miss you, girl. Um, yeah. So we ended up hosting and that was another form of just intense bonding with people. Like that solidified the ruffians and Mm. me's like deep, like love for each other. Like I will, mm-hmm. I will say, I love Jeremy freaking Ruffy. I love all of the Ruffians, Sean, Boner, all of you guys, best freaking friends, dude. Those guys, I go to St. Louis, man, they take me out. Won't let me freaking pay for anything. I mean, dude, they just, they show me the best time. I broke down. Jeremy Ruffian's like, bro, I got a scooter at the house. You all right with riding a scooter? You want to ride dog <laughs> with your wife? Dude, elite 1200. Or- nice. Yeah, 1250. Dude, that thing did 62 with me and my wife. And I was like, oh, I will never talk shit about scooters ever again. This yeah. thing is sweet. <laughs> so, and that's when I was like, all right, scooter, scooters are cool, man. Can't, yeah. can't hate on a scooter. Again, they're, they're, I mean, you can hate on a scooter, but I mean, that was pretty damn fun. You yeah, know, dude. Just like no, scooters have their place, dude. They're rad. I mean, yeah. for the most part, scooter people don't know how to work on their scooters, but like, oh, much. And that's why I thought about buying a scooter, and I was like, wait, I got to deal with like cooling shit. Uh, yeah. I don't even like cooling in my cars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Electronics are scary. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> give me three, four wires, and I don't even think I can handle that half the time. Yeah, totally agree. I, I, I like simple. And you know what's crazy is that you still run into these problems and you're like, I, I've tried everything. <laughs> it, it has to be this. I just replaced this. I put a brand new coil on a, on my, my Concord shadow and, uh, <laughs> I couldn't, get, re- I couldn't get it to work. The coil of wire. No, no, everything was new. It turned out that uh, the pie card coil didn't work with the points or whatever. And so I put the old coil on and everything was fine. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, I don't know. We want to go back into rallies. Yeah, dude, whatever. Like I said, it's your fault. It, like I tell people all the time, this is your show for the week. So we're, it's whatever uh, you want, whatever moped shit you want to talk about. I'm all over the place. Yeah, dude, but, I dig it. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. It's been uh it's been a wild ride. Yeah. Uh the first first MCR ride I had hosted a bunch, and that's what really, you know, I guess opened the door. You know, when you when you open your door, that opens the doors to everywhere because mm-hmm. I was always, I'm all to this day, we go on fish tour and I haven't paid for a place to stay since I went to the gorge this summer, anywhere in yeah. Chicago. I've gone to Jersey for a show, went <laughs> raged it with Al test from uh, Legion went <laughs> took a ferry to a fish. So, I mean, you know, we go all over the country and people take care of us. We went to the, 
we went to the hot dog rally for uh, the bullies. That was our yeah. first West Coast rally. And so we drove to uh, we drove to St. Louis, and that was only eight hours. And it's like 36 hours, so I wanted to do 12 hours a day. So we got to St. Louis, had to stop. It's my boys. So they take us out for dinner and drinks, and we're raging at Sean McKenzie's bartending. We're having a great old time. And I'm like, hey, guys. I got to go another three, four hours. Where can I go? They're like, oh, Kansas City, bro. Hit up Spicy Boys. Yeah. yeah. So I freaking hit up Spicy Boys. Sure as shit, get hosted. Then I trek it 12 or 14 hours to Farmington, um, Utah. It's a snowstorm. (laughs) Richie Rouser is... uh, (laughs) He's there and he's like, Hey man, you, you got your bikes in your bed of your truck? I'm like, yeah. He's like, no trailer. I'm like, yeah, no trailer. He's like, all right, dude, I'm going to pull my car out and you can back your truck into my, into my freaking garage. Cause he had nice. an actual garage at his apartment and then hosted us, dude, took us out for breakfast. Richie's Thanks. up in Minnesota now. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know, dude. Ugh, I, I love Richie. I've yeah, yeah. went to several rallies with him. We always have a fabulous time. Um, I watched him fall in love with freaking his girl at the freaking NOLA rally, my first NOLA rally. And uh, and I believe that was in 2016, too. And, yeah, it, it's just uh, – it, it's been a wild ride, man. I, I've met so many amazing people. You know, I stayed with uh, Hillary and Chris Bully in L.A. for a week. Um, my boy Nico up in San Fran hosted me. We slept on a yacht. Nice. In, in the in the harbor in San Fran, like in the bay. I mean, dude, <laughs> I have had some wild, amazing experiences, but you got to get yourself out there, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I met Nico from the first MCR rally. He came out, flew out. Um, I gave him a loaner. And uh, and that's another thing, dude. I, I loaned out every bike I had. All my bikes were running at this point. And every single bike I had was loaned out at the first MCR rally. I think I had nine bikes and not one broke down. That's fucking admirable there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Super proud of that. (laughs) (laughs) That's a miracle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So, and then basically mopeds has basically been, um, you know, you go to rallies and then you mm-hmm. see these bikes and you're like, well, that's the coolest bike I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I need one of those in my life. And so, you know, I just go out on the hunt. You always keep your eye open and yep. and I get, I buy one bike and then I'll trade up and I'll be like, oh, this bike's cooler. So I tried, I've been at 14, 15 bikes for a while, <laughs> but I got to trim down to like 10. And Dude, that's because you're in the Midwest, and it is so fucking easy for us in the Midwest to just sit on ten bikes. Like we, I, I have come to understand doing this podcast how fucking lucky we are. Because like we will turn down hundred dollar bikes. Like, nah, I don't want it. Or like we'll turn down like these. Just oh, it's a maxi, two hundred bucks, and it's got a kid on it. Nah, I don't want it. Like. Everybody, everywhere else in the country, people are like pulling their hair out. Like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, I almost had to get talked into a like, yeah, dude. I almost had to get talked into one of the last Hobbit deals I did. It was like 
a basket case, but it was like 75 bucks. And like the guy lived in like three hours from me. I'm like, I tell you what, I'll meet you halfway. So I only had to drive an hour for a $75 Hobbit, a PA2, by the way, and everything's there. Like I'm just, we're spoiled. And I feel so lucky about that. So. Yeah. And I remember uh, I was listening to the Eric Buzzer <laughs> podcast and you guys were talking about cheap mopeds and how that's come and gone. And, and you had talked to your friend who said that, you know, these are severely undervalued and yeah. now the value has surfaced. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it is a really hot commodity in Detroit because you don't have the plate, you don't have the insurance. And I lived in Warren, literally a half a mile north of eight mile, which is the border of Detroit. Yep. And my insurance was for full coverage on a truck was 900 bucks for the year. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to Detroit and it was 900 bucks for six months. <laughs> so I, everybody who wants to get around in the city is like, man, I ain't gotta have no insurance on this thing. Sign me up. Yeah, yeah. 15 bucks every three years, five bucks a year. Sign me up. You know, I mean, it's just Alex Samuel, DMW, they have put hundreds, hundreds of bikes. You know, back in 2012, if you were riding mopeds and you saw somebody on a moped, you knew that person. Mm-hmm. 2020, 2021, 2022, you're riding around. I see somebody on a moped. I'm like, oh, who's that? Who's that? Oh, mm-hmm. I have no idea who that is. That's awesome. But I'll tell, I'll be like, hey, Samuel, I seen this bike today. And he'll be like, oh, that's my customer, blah, blah, blah. He's really nice. It's got a kit, dude. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's awesome because, so, like, he knows, like, almost every single bike that he's put back on the road, you know. So it's it's awesome. And and that Detroit moped works. Mm-hmm. Oh, you dude, they're so fucking awesome. Boys. Yeah. Bro. You want to talk about spoiled? I want a spark plug. Boop, go down, grab it. Oh, I need a, I need a cable. I need anything, dude. He's got it, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, I need a kit for a poop. He's got it, you know. And if he doesn't have it, he'll order it for me and he'll hook it up, you yeah. know. And I, I ain't got to pay for the shipping, you know. He's, dude. he's, I love. Sam, mm-hmm. I love you. Detroit moped <laughs> works. Check it out. Um. Let me ask you this, and like I always find each city interesting how they do how their moped culture is like, and with the uh, um, misfits, did you guys ever have like a ride night pre co? I know everything's all fucked up right now because of Rona, but like, you know, I'm, I mean, people, that is, uh, this is my one, like, you know what? I believe in scientists. I'm going to say it. I've got my shots. I've got my booster. I'm going to get like, I just, I believe that's going to help us get through this and just, please do the right thing. Um, and there, there's my spiel for this. Um, but like, <laughs> dude, like, but, yeah, uh, it so pisses for, me off. I'm sorry. For rides. Um, you know, we never, we've never really had a ride night. Um, and the, I guess the reason is, is cause freaking <laughs> we just, uh, are adulting and <laughs> I guess, uh, I don't know. It, it, it bums me out that we never did. But I've, it's it's the clubhouse. It's the lack of the center. 
Now we do ride meetups because we all, most of us live in the city. And so we will ride to a bar and then we will go for a ride around Belle Isle or through some cemeteries and, you know, go take a cool route, maybe ride through the mm-hmm. hood, check out some abandoned shit. Um, but yeah, as far as like a, a ride night, it's not, it's never been a thing. I'd love it to be a thing, but there you go, just- dude. I'll, 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 I'm jabbing all these old clubs and stuff like that. Like everybody say, and I see it too. Like, and that's a fear and insecure me that like the scenes dying off. Well, like one, I have my, I'm an asshole and I'll be the first one to admit that, but like I have my own issues with everything and stuff like that. But like one thing I will say the twin cities scene does very well. They're Thursday nights. Like they meet up and they'll, and this is not a bullshit number. Like if it's a decent summer day, we'll have anywhere from like 20 to 40 mopeds on a ride night because it's consistent. It's consistent. It's consistent. It's consistent. Just like this podcast, like it's big, it's a big deal for me to put it out every Wednesday night consistency and people will show up like, I'm on this can be episode 93. How the fuck? And I'm not counting any of the specials. Like how the fuck a fuck up like me did 93. And I've took four weeks off. I took four weeks off. And ever since then I've been consistent. I mean, that's it's just like in life, dude. And you know, like being a carpenter, you want to be successful, show up like, and that's, that's my spiel. I'm sorry for going on my tangent. Oh, oh it's all gravy. Uh, yeah, so I would like to host a ride, but here's the thing, man. It's the clubhouse. All right. And there's no clubhouse in Minnesota though. Well, I'm talking, so MCR lost their clubhouse. They didn't Mm -hmm. do the necessary work that it needed to pass inspection and yada, yada. Bob bought another clubhouse. They've been working on it. Kudos to them. Congratulations. Um, I bought my own clubhouse for four grand in uh 2016 and it has been a nightmare <laughs> for four grand on tax foreclosure you get what you pay for yeah i mean i got four decent brick walls and maybe 30 percent of a roof yeah i get 60 percent of a roof <laughs> and so you know i had to put a roof on it right away and then i i had a sister at over 20 joists i got LVLs were a hundred dollars and I, I got five to $600. I think I got $600 in LVLs alone. And then all the other lumber, you know, I had to buy all the bottle jacks. I had to jack up the floor and then, and then I had to do all that before I could do the roof because I had, I had to lift the roof. Okay. Cause there's like a cutout in the building so that they could have sun in every, in every room. Mm-hmm. And the, the windows were all broken in it. And so it rotted out the floor all the oh. way around the windows. So I had to fix and the whole upper level floor was really spongy. So we ended up, uh, I ended up sistering all the joists together, supported everything with bottle jacks, moved up to the second floor, jacked the roof up. And then I cut out all the old stuff, put in all new subfloor, And then, uh, Dropped it back down, put everything back together, put windows Dude, in. Shout out to Max, awesome. freaking Maxim Legion. That kid is a true brother. Dude, that kid drives eight hours from Lancaster, PA, shows up. 
I got multiple selfies with this kid in Home Depot because he shows up. He's like, what are we working on today? I'm like, nice, yeah, dude. you are the fucking best, bro. Like yeah. every time he comes out, something gets done. It's like, dude, best fucking dude ever. Love that kid. Freaking the wheelie master. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, is he? Yeah, he's. Yes, I want to learn his. I, I, dude, I watch his videos, and I'm watching not the wheelie. I'm watching what he's doing with his throttle because I think that's where the magic is. Oh, most well, that and the brake. He'll tell you all day: brake, 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 brake. It's all about the brake. You've got to have killer brakes. So, but uh, yeah, freaking clubhouse life. Um, this year was monumental. I uh. I finally finished, so the so I had to do the roof. I had to do windows, siding. Um, I did, I don't know how many hours of tuck pointing I got in, but I got a lot of hours. Of <laughs> yeah, and, uh, sure, buddy. It, it was an old restaurant, so there was uh, like an I beam header above the 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 door and the giant windows, mm-hmm. and so that had rotted out, and there was a plate welded to it, and the the there was a soldier course of standing bricks. And those had all fallen out, not all of them, but they were falling out. And so I would have needed a structural engineer, architect, permits, lots of things. Probably would have cost me $80,000, $100,000 was I was told. And uh, I got it done for eight grand. Nice. And uh, I had two homies come out. I rented a forklift. We we put in two two, uh, keys in each corner and that, and these, you know, it was square pipe, mm-hmm. you know, about yay big, maybe two inch. And that held up the entire front face of the building while we uh, put this new I-beam in and then put in new soldier course. And uh, yeah. And that, that was huge. Like that was huge because the next year inspectors are slapping, you know, fines on my door. Like, oh, you can't do it. You got to do that. You got to, are you, are you uh, storing things in here? Blah, blah, blah. And yeah. And that's when Detroit really started to change. Like 2017, 2018. That's, that's when, right around the old nasty got closed, wasn't it? Uh, They got closed right. Yeah. 2016, 2017. Yeah. Cause uh, I had Ian Roush. He was, uh, he was my freaking ace. He was my ace in the hole in Detroit, dude. That kid came through every time I needed heavy lifting. Dude, he came over and cut in, helped me paint my front room one day. Like, hell, I was like, hey, I need you to help me move a couch. And he was like, oh, you're cutting in? Here, give me a brush. Just beautiful cut. I mean, he, he knew how to paint. I mean, dude, this kid has just been there. And so he came out and was helping me with the clubhouse because I had shit I needed to take care of before the inspector come come out. And he was like, bro, if I knew that we could have just been working on the old nasty to keep the old nasty for the last like two years, he's like, we could have just fixed it and had it. He's like, but I'll help you keep your building, bro. And I was like, <laughs> I love you. You're the best, bro. Or he comes over, just help me move so much stuff, just throw shit out. Oh, I was occupying the building and I had to make it look not occupied. So oh, I had yeah. to take, I had I everything electrical. I've, I've got free, well. We're not gonna say. <laughs> we got other things. You were, going you on. were, you were, you were there. Well, you were yeah. there. Well, and we we got it done. I got the inspector in there, passed inspection. Everything was great. One love, freaking Ian, you're the best. And so now this year, well, then we had to do the uh, the sewer main. 
And again, Ian Roush in the freaking house, running the excavator, digging it out, freaking in the trenches with me. Anytime I'm like, oh man, this sucks, dude. He helped me do my sewer main at my house. I'm like, dude, this is terrible. I can't do it. He's like, we're going to get through it, bro. Just yeah. such a positive life. Yeah, I was going to say, man. it sounds like a really rad guy. Oh, dude, just such a positive life force. And then, you know, and he would just show up and be like, we need to work on my truck today. And I'd be like, well, yeah, bro, let's work on that truck. Whatever <laughs> you need. I got you, dude. Yeah, or, yeah. You know? And so, and <sighs> mopeds, man, mopeds make you the best friends yep you know it, it's just it's just uh it's a beautiful scene and yeah it's the camaraderie but I, like you i love the bikes and so what's I'm up with the clubhouse t- now oh so all right yeah i got sidetracked so hey dude no worries. this year big big things happened this year so we did the sewer main i did a bunch of pipes on the inside back in like 2017 and then i just I was started wrenching out of it. I didn't have a garage. I did my sewer main at my house. I had to tear my garage down to complete it. So I'm wrenching out of the shop. I've got a dirt floor. I'm losing anything, anything that's like this big freaking gone on the ground, gone. I think I maybe found one thing that I dropped in three years. Hmm. So I finally, like I started being a concrete carpenter and, you know, I have just kind of Homer Simpson through life. You know, I just, I just go where the wind takes me and, you know, and if, you both, if I want to try to pursue something, I pursue it, you know? And so I got into carpentry and I built my own garage and then I got into car, I got into concrete. And so now I'm like, I know concrete guys, I need to get this concrete done. So I ran the rest of my drains, dude, I'm not a plumber, you know? So it took me time. And I try to take my time and, you know, do it good. The first time I had to redo a couple of things as always, but you know, hey, dude. I'm a true do it yourselfer. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't pay anybody to do anything if I think I can do it, you know, and if I think I can do it, chances are I can do it. So mm-hmm. I got the, I got the concrete slab poured at the shop nice. and now I'm just letting that bad boy cure. And then I'm going to epoxy that shit. And then and then I already got pre-built walls. Once I cut that pipe flush, I set that wax ring, I put that toilet in, they will come. <laughs> there you go, dude. They will so come. So you got floor poured, walls are, you got, you're going to put walls on the inside, you're going to have your own bathroom. Like, are you going to start doing, are you going to try to start, you're going to have to get on social media to kind of get the word out about your yeah, shop. Yeah, that's what I hate about it. It's like, well, dude, man, really dude, 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 let me tell you, let me, let me say something, brother. Instagram, like there's a little less, little less propaganda and whatnot. Like that's how you and I hooked up. So it's not all bad, but yeah, yeah dude. No. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I have a, have I a consistent like, ride night. That's, that's the biggest thing I can say to anybody to foster a scene. Like, and that's not even my words. I just seen the action here. Like, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I hope, I hope to host. I hope to host. I, I really just want to host a rally. I've talked to a lot of people who are like, yo, I can't wait to come to the first misfits rally. Let me and, ask you uh, this. Let me ask you this short rides or long rides. What's your thing? Oh, long ride long ride what's a, what's a long ride to you though like mile wise i mean i guess it depends on where you're at because if you're in chicago you know you can go five miles and it take you an hour and a half well you know, you're, you're in the you're in detroit so like 
you could you could probably travel 20 minutes and you're out in the country no that's that's the thing detroit too i can i can blast for how long does it take me i used i used to i live on the far east side and i worked on the border of the west side right at dearborn Mm -hmm. and it was uh 16 or 18 mile commute and i could get there in 25 minutes and Mm -hmm. that's the thing in detroit at six in the morning there was this guy in an Audi and we would race each other every morning. <laughs> like he would, he would stop at the lights and I would be timing the light and then the light would be green. And I'd be in the pipe and blast past him. And then he'd go past me going 60 miles an hour. And uh, there were days I'd go to work and I wouldn't see him. And I'd be like, well, I hope he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, and that's uh i love the city because you go to new orleans you go to these other major cities you can't blast you know you're, you're at a stop sign you're at a light detroit i i've taken a lot of people on rides anybody that that i've hosted i usually take on a ride and uh you know squirrel for he's just enamored with how open it is in the city like mm-hmm. he got on a speed and we're riding and I look back and I'm like, where the fuck is Max? God damn, did the bike break down? It's one of my best bikes. Freaking, he comes rolling up. Hey, I got it. And I'm like, what do you mean you got it? He's like, I can wheelie this motherfucker. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and, and dude, that was the most likes I've ever gotten on any post ever was Squirrel doing wheelies on my Sebring, my M1 Sebring. Dude, that's fucking so rad. <laughs> yeah, and we were, we were in this spot off Hamtramck and it was just an abandoned industrial road there was in a dead end and we were just riding up and down it it was like a mile and a half long and we're just freaking wheeling I'm doing photo you know videos everything and he was just like dude this is crazy we're in the middle of the city I'm like I know dude I know it's crazy you just go to certain areas and there's nobody freaking yeah me and my wife have gotten crazy lost one time leaving a bar I, I was like I don't need my GPS have you is there a lot of is there what's the abandoned road situation like in detroit because kansas city is fucking weird like for a city like that i've never seen so many abandoned roads around that city is so fucking rad like there's some closed off stuff but it's just how awful the roads are like i once i find a paved route that I'm probably going to stay with that paved route unless I'm yeah. going hosting a ride or we're going on an adventure or something, then yeah. But if I'm commuting and I find a good road, I'm like, that's it. This is it. They just repaved Mac. I live off of Mac. I'm like, I'm taking Mac everywhere. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking rad. That makes, that shit makes me so happy. Um, <laughs> you say, yo, what's the bike you're looking for today? Like you, so, you know, to go back into prices on bikes and whatnot. Um, you know, there's cheap bikes out there, but I'm not finding them. I mean, I'm, I'm also not looking super hard. Exactly. So I went into, you know, and there's only certain bikes I was looking for. I was looking for a Royale Sebring and there was one out in Pennsylvania and I couldn't get a hold of Squirrel and I didn't want to buy the bike and make him, you know, go without talking to him first. So I, I pulled back on that bike and I'm in DMW and there's just this dilapidated piece of crap with these faded rims, the acorns, the red, and it's a Royale, but all the good parts are on this other guy's bike. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a V one. Yeah. Just a V one frame 
I don't even think I took a motor. And it was 300 bucks. And I was like, I'll give you 200. He's like, bro, it's a V1 Steebrink. And I'm like, yeah, but look at it. He's like, I'm giving you a good deal. And I was like, <laughs> all right, you are. And so I had to strip the tank. I took all the decals. I painted it. I bought the original decals. And it is a Royale Sebring again, even though it's not truly the Royale. It's a Royale. It's got the mm-hmm. frame. It's got the the motor. And uh, so, yeah, that was a bike that I just kind of fell into. That was uh, one of my bucket list bikes. And then I scored two Concord Shadows. And I never thought I would have one Concord Shadow. I traded Ian a um traded Ian a Roadmaster, a kind of crusty Roadmaster for his shadow. Or no, I traded something else for that. And An then, AMC Roadmaster? Yeah. What? I've got what? one. I've got one. Why? What? That's not something to brag about. I'm just letting you know. No, I'm fucking with there. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Oh, magical bike. Dude, those are unicorns, man. And, and so, yeah, I've got, I guess, uh, so I got the Concord Shadow from Ian, and then I, I scored another one from. Um, Dude, you want a Roadmaster? I can Jared, find you a Roadmaster. Like Jared, Jared from um, Zeros had a three hundred dollar pile of Concord Shadow, and okay. I was like, well, "I'll buy that pile of Concord Shadow." So, and then uh, and then I built both of them, and I bought the Lambo mags off Treats, mm-hmm. and I'm a I'm a wheel guy. And I am like, uh, and I'm just, I, I just hoard. Like I, I'm, I'm terrible. Like I bought the 43 millimeter, you know, DR kit for V1 because it's not going to be there. You yeah. got to buy it when it's there. You know, yeah. it's like dude, so many parts have disappeared. Like mm-hmm. I am so grateful that I got in when I got in, I got in like, right at the the very apex of like moped parts like weekends was still putting out parts you what happened okay hammer clutches okay what happened to weekends because i can't find anything about them because i've no idea i bought one of their pipes it's on my marini and anybody who's seen my marini run knows that that fucking pipe is one of the greatest pieces that i own it is a just a magical magical pipe whoever tuned and made those cones and they did their research they must have loved marini because that thing rips from the second i open it up all the way to 50 love that bike but so concord shadows were unicorns the only thing that i don't have that i kind of want but then i seen somebody get one and it was a nightmare is a monza gt okay and uh phil perry aunt had one that she rode to college of course she did yeah (laughs) fucking i love cup phil (laughs) yeah right so and he traded this bike and i was like dude this is your aunt's bike dude you could i i could not believe he traded i mean he got a bike or whatever and it was cool it was fast but like it wasn't a monza gt 500 Mm -hmm. you know or gt it's just not uh those bikes, uh, I like. The, I'm a sucker for an upright. I like. I like the look of that upright. It's very dirt bikey, you know. But uh, yeah, that's. I mean, I've got two Concord Shadows. I've got uh, 85 M1 Sebring, just the gray, blue, and or, or gray, blue, and green. And then I've got a uh, LTD Sebring, my M1 Sebring. 
I got the Royale Sebring. I've got a Colt 2. That's kind of a custom build. Um, Cosmo Colt 2. I don't know if you're familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a NOS Kickstart bike that I bought off of the Fred from Dose. That was another thing. Like people don't want to pay for these things. Like people, oh, I don't want to pay 250 for a clutch. Oh, I don't want to pay, you know, 300 for the, you know, what is it? A pipe. There's just certain things people are like, I don't want to pay for that. And I'm like, dude. Then you're not going to get it. Yeah. Like, it, it's like, so I also own the only fan cooled M1 in the country. Like this thing was on eBay. It's everybody's talking about it on Marini lovers. Everybody. Oh my God. You see that bike? You see that motor on freaking eBay? Oh my God. The guy wants like $600 for it. And it's that offer, make an offer. So I was like, hmm, I'll offer him, make an offer. He took it, 350 Yep. Only one. <laughs> Dude, the exhaust port's like bigger than any stock exhaust port I've ever <laughs> seen on any cylinder ever. I cannot wait till I blow up an M1 and I get to throw <laughs> this on. Like, cause that's how I'm gonna, you know, I'm not gonna, I buy bikes to like throw other stuff on them and then I'm like, I don't need all these bikes. You know, the, the storage is limited, you know, I mean, I got a building, but it's like, if I want members and I want other people to come, mm-hmm. I got to have room for their bikes, you know, yeah. like they got to, you know, be able to store their stuff there. So, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, uh, I'm kind of see, and you'll, you know, what this bike, if you've been to the zero shop, like I've fallen in love with that express SR of Jared's from the zeros. Like, I love those fucking stupid little expresses. So that that's my next bike I'm half-assed looking for is because they're just fucking, it's the leg shields. It's the perfect blue. I love, actually blue is my favorite color, not yellow, because the running joke is all I have is yellow bikes. It's true, but like <laughs> <laughs> even the fucking Grand Prix, I guess gold is almost a shade of yellow. Like, <laughs> Technically, yeah, technically, like, dude, I want an Express SR with the leg shields and everything. Like, and I want to make, I want to make it go fifty mile an hour. Like, those, that thing would be fucking wicked going 50, 55. Oh, dude, that'd be scary. Yeah, I know. Dude, <laughs> I've I've seen a little Express in East Troy when I was on fish tour. This kid rode it to breakfast and rode it. I was like, and I got so excited because we were in the mopeds at this point. I'm like, oh. Express and it was a two speed and this fucking yeah. kid dude he looks so excited he just yeah. hop on his bike super happy and I'm like he's 15 years old he is yeah. living the dream he's yeah, got dude. transportation he's got a job he's living it up yeah but yeah and then the last the the other kind of unicorn bike that I have it I have the Roadmaster which is phenomenal and then I have um my my favorite probably favorite bike is my uh moto marina raven hmm. and that i've heard, I've heard how fucking rare those are like i've heard yeah, the, so like... samuel when he first started dmw needed bikes and parts and there was some guy on ebay or one of the marketplace something and he had a bunch of bikes in north carolina and he was like, hey, man, you want to go on a road trip and grab some bikes with me? Like, Fuck yeah, dude. I ain't got shit going on. Let's do this. 
So we're freaking driving out, you know, and Samuel's just like me. He likes the window cracked a little bit. He doesn't bitch when I have the window cracked mm-hmm. a little bit. Great. Fabulous road trip. We get there. All these bikes, dude. We're like, oh, my. Half of them, the wheels are rusted solid. I was going to say, you're not getting clean bikes out of the south, dude. They're fucking with no, the human. No. no. These things sat in a field, dude. They were fucked. Yeah. And so we load this Raven. We get all the way back home. And I'm like, hey, man. I really kind of want that Raven. You want to just toss me the Raven for uh, for my time and troubles and gas or whatever? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, he's like, let's make it a roller. So he gets a blow. Like, literally, you had to use a freaking torch to break <laughs> the brake pads free from the brake drums. Oh, Jesus so, Christ. Yeah, the, the, that, the rims that's fucking rad. Close. I've had a bike or two like that I've had to do. That's fucking rad. Yeah, I ended up scoring a second pair of Clover mags from um, – from Cesar and those came from Tony Cruz. And so those went on there. And then I've got a V one L HKS with mm. a top performance 70 CC kit. Um, and then I believe I've got the baller read block off treats second gen. And then uh forget what the intake is. Oh, just a, just a stock freaking intake and then a 15 a mall. I'm really liking the 15 a mall carburetors. And then I learned through experimentation and experience that the one millimeter stroke difference on the V1L really makes a difference in the pipe. Mm-hmm. Um, I put a destroyer pipe, which is another magical unicorn pipe that I scored out of Cesar's collection. Let me tell you, I had to pay up for it, but it's a destroyer pipe. Where are you going to get it? Yeah. So scored that OG Motomatic destroyer. And, uh, damn, where the fuck was that? I just need to train the thought. Damn it, stoner. Yeah, <laughs> shit happens, my guy. <laughs> uh, but, oh. Anyways. <laughs> Dude, don't worry. So... We'll talk kind of like I'm getting tired. You're getting tired. Yeah, There's a couple yeah, blue yeah. collar guys. Um, yeah. Where do you see like things happening in 2022 for you and your club? And um, just what are your moped plans for this coming year? Uh, well, hold up. I remember my train of thought. Okay. So I put the Motomatic Destroyer on. Sucked. Low end. Couldn't tune it. Tried different carbs. Tried everything. I put a Marini EV, which a Marini is much more closer. It's a 42, 43, and I think it's 45 or 44 for the V1. Regardless, the Marini stroke is closer. I put a Marini pipe on, fucking rips. From the time I let go or from the time it opens all the way to 50, 51. And Davide, I still want to race, bro. I still (laughs) want to race. 2022, it's coming. Dude, I'm telling you, Brett Epps, he's (laughs) talking all that talking all that jive on the lovers of pook page on facebook he's gonna have a race he's gonna host it all right yeah so um let's see 2022 what do i want to do i want to get a clubhouse with a bathroom and uh i would like to get some people in detroit to ride mopeds with the misfits yeah so and i mean that's the thing is like i don't know i've asked other people club and you know i'm like well do i host like a you know do i host like a open invitation event or do i like just you know invite only and they're like bro invite only <laughs> I'm like, really they're like you know everybody by now 
So, you know, like, I mean, if, if somebody, you know, knows somebody who wants to go, then they can go, you know, but like, I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah, I would like to host a rally in 2022, but I doubt it's going to happen. Um, there's just, there's just a lot that needs to happen. I've, I've got a shop full of stuff that, you know, this guy bought all this auction stuff and I've slowly been getting rid of it, but there's still just a ton of stuff like these fire mantles that are handmade in Detroit Oak. And I just, I gotta, I gotta find these things a home, you know, mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, there's just all this stuff I got to get rid of. And then once that happens, then it's like, all right, everybody bring cots. And uh, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to have, we're going to, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Bring cots. <laughs> Friggin', you know, make sure you lock your fucking doors. Don't leave anything <laughs> valuable in sight because they will blow your window out and take it. Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm on the east side, man. It's a little different over here. You know? Dude, it's, I live uh, on the east side of St. Paul, literally called the east side. And like, it's supposed to be rough over here. Nah, dude, I love my neighbors. I love my neighborhood. Well, my neighborhood is the best in the city. Like, we've yeah. been voted best neighborhood in the city like four or five years in a row. But when you go out of the neighborhood, further out i mean there's a super gang infested area that a lot of people don't like to ride through dude i've broken down in the city i've broken down a couple miles from mac and bewick and dude people pick me up i break into people's car if i i was a car locksmith for a while and i have a lockout kit and so if i see somebody locked out i'll just go break another car for them like oh is your car sure all right dude (laughs) you know i you need in, I got you, you know, it's like, <laughs> over here breaking into cars. It could be theirs or not. We'll, yeah. we'll go on paid. Well, I mean, when they got all the things sticking out of the wire, you can tell when people are distressed, yeah, know. you know, I'm, so, I'm, you know, you know, the universe, the universe, well, people have made that joke. That's why, you know, yeah. people are like, Oh, are you sure that's their car? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, yeah, man, it, it's, it's amazing. I've broken down in the burbs. I've broken down in the city and no matter what, somebody has taken care of me one time out in the burbs. It was a guy who rode a Harley and in Detroit on the East side, it was a guy who rode a Hobbit who was a customer of Detroit moped works. Yeah. You know? And he was like, dude, throw your van, throw it in. And I tried to give him money for gas. He wouldn't, he wouldn't take it. Dude, that's fucking rad. And like, and the thing about the common thread is dude, like if you've been in mopeds, even for a minute and you've gotten out, met people in travel, like we all have those stories. Like it's, it's just this weird thing that happens to us all. Like it just, just a short little thing, like go back and listen. And I'm going to plug the show a little bit here. Like go back and listen to Lee and I talk about how we went and got those bad but like we made a stop at a house. I go, dude, I'm going to ask for food. I'm going to ask for a shower. And the person comes out like, oh, dude, you want a shower? You want food? We got a cot here. You can sleep. Like, you just. Go back. <laughs> That's dude, amazing, bro. That's dude, so dude, Go awesome. back and go and listen to the tale of the Batabai. Like, dude, it's fucking. Yeah, it's just mopeds. It's what happens. Like, it's fucking rad. I love. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful scene, man. Beautiful I, scene. I'm getting tired. We're going to have to. Yes. I'll have to have you on another time. We'll have to talk mopeds. Dude, oh. you and Eric from QCB have the same personalities, and I love you both. Um, but, hey, everybody, thank you so much for checking out the show. Don't forget to check out uh, Second Chance of Moped Podcast on YouTube. Um, got a rando shout-out the other day. That, was, that made me that made me very happy. Um, uh-oh, Ben cut out for half a second. 
And, yeah, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and check out Second Chance Pod at Instagram or Facebook pages. Um, Ben, I can't thank you enough. You always have a house to stay at in St. Paul, Minnesota. If you want to come fucking tear it up, dude, I'll fucking take you to some good Mexican places, some good Asian places. We'll go oh, fucking. Man. Yeah, dude, we, we got That's it all. That's the best here. part. Yeah. When you go, dude. somebody hosts, they're like, I'm going to take you to all the best spots. Yeah, hey, dude. Thank you very much for having me, dude. It hey, was, dude, uh, thanks for getting on. Don't be a stranger. And don't forget, my guy, mopeds are dumb. <laughs> have a good night. You too.